Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast towards the back end of last season. We're giving our live reaction to the top 10 plays from each week in the NRL. Obviously, NRL.com, they put up a video each week, the top 10 plays from that week. I actually didn't realise, but they've been putting them up for uh, the international games over the last few weeks. So I uh, only just noticed today that they were even doing that. So I'm going to go through and give my live reaction to the top 10 from the weekend that has just gone. They, of course, are from the three games, uh, Australia and the Kiwis. Uh, we had Fiji and PNG, and then we all also had Australia versus New Zealand in the women's game. So I think it is uh, highlights from all three of those. Let's kick it off at number 10 and see how we go. Amy Park, your venue. Melbourne playing host to International Women's Rugby League for the first time. And it's a beautiful afternoon Good as kick. well. And how's this for a start for the Gillaroos? Perfect. Perfect start. All right, let's call it as we see it. Uh, that was a pretty low one to get into the top 10. Let's be perfectly honest here. It was, of course, a kickoff uh, that was untouched and went dead. Uh, I didn't get to watch the entire women's game on the weekend. I saw little bits and pieces of it, uh, but I did see some really nice tries uh, throughout that game and some really good plays. So I'm a bit surprised to see that make the top 10, to be completely honest with you. That's even when we uh, consider the plays that are in the other two games as well. So uh, a bit of a stinker, a bit of a non-event to start off there at number one, let's be honest here. I mean, a good nudge, don't get me wrong, uh, but I quite often find with kickoffs um, that if the ball manages to go dead or if it goes out, most of the time uh, it is the fault of the attacking side. Sometimes there are absolutely pin-perfect kicks that are unbelievable, but it is very, very rare that off a kickoff uh, there isn't a possible way to be able to catch a football. So uh, for that one, I don't know, bit of an odd one to start with, but let's keep rolling. Let's head to number nine. Uh, Across the off, Legler hit. That's a brilliant shot. They needed that, and they forced an error out of the uh, 
the rookie Australian front rower. Wasn't James Fisher-Harris on a mission the other night? We spoke about it on Bloke quite a bit. I posted uh, my thoughts on it the other day, and some people disagreed with it, but good God, I just think he is elevating himself to such a high level. We spoke about it to James Graham uh, a couple of weeks ago as well after that grand final, and just what Fish has managed to do over the last three years has been simply incredible. I think he is one of uh, the most intimidating guys in our game right now, and I think he's one of the scariest characters uh, we've seen for quite some time. And, you know, that's Tom Flegler he's putting a shot on. Granted, a debutant for the Kangaroos, you know, playing his first game and whatnot, but uh, one of the premier front rowers in rugby league, and I think next year he's going to be one of the signings of the year for the Dolphins, putting big shots on him. You could see uh, that in this game, James Harris, he obviously had a target on Tom Flegler. They decided to go after him in this game, and they certainly didn't miss him. Credit to Tom Flegler, though. Every time he got whacked, he got back up, and he went hard at them again. Myself, Kempi, and Timmy, we spoke about that a lot this week. Uh, you can tell a lot by a player when they're down and out, when they're getting smashed, and they just keep coming back for, for more, and that was definitely Tommy Flegler on the weekend. But JFH, he was on a mission, and I have no doubt this weekend, coming up against Payne Haas and Tino, he'll be ready to rock and roll again. Let's move to number eight. Pops it out the back for Manzelman. Off the mark. Look at the footwork creating here. The two debutants combine. And Whitfield trying to force it down New Zealand. How is that for desperation? Sums up their defensive effort. Few, few few things coming from this play. The first one, Manzelman, the footwork coming off the left foot, creating that space, and then it's the pass selection. Uh, she can see that there is space and opportunity there, but she has to come up with the right pass for the right moment. She floats it over the top, which looks really easy, but there's a lot of risk when you throw those passes, and the, the longer the ball is in the air, uh, the more danger you are in as far as interception, as far as your defense, uh, the opposition defense reacting to your pass. It's a really delicate pass that I think sometimes we see floating passes like that and people think, oh, that person can't pass or they're not great at passing. Realistically, um, it's the fact that it was perfect pass selection in that moment and the winger did incredibly well to get it down. Had about three defenders all over her and still managed to get it down to the turf. A sensational try. Some really, really good footy there. Let's move to moment number seven. The ball for Ravalawa. Oh, almost a sitting duck there, but... Great footwork from Funiyawa, and now Wonga Blake goes to Sivo, look out, Micah bumps them off and scores a trademark try in the corner. Micah Sivo scoring one of his many tries the other day. It was obviously the, the offload from the big front rower that was great, but I thought the ball from the 5'8", Kurt Donahue, who's obviously a hooker from the Dolphins up there, playing 5'8 in this game and had an absolute blinder, by the way. Pretty close to MOM for me. Long ball out to Wonga Blake right on his chest. Wonga Blake had an afternoon to forget, but got it right on this one. Gets it out to Micah Sivo, and, you know, I, I think it's easy when you look at him, you know, cr- crashing over in that moment, and he's too big, he's too strong. Mate, that was Nene McDonald that he bodied up on. I can tell you this for free. Nene McDonald is a gigantic human. He is huge. And uh, just to show you how strong these guys are, to be able to bump him off like that, incredible stuff. He'd obviously go on to have a few big plays in this game, which I'm sure, I'm very confident, we'll get a feature in this top 10, maybe really up towards the pointy end as well. So we'll save it on Sevo, but a big, big shot there on Nene McDonald, who is a big, big bit of gear. Let's move to number six. Number seven has to play the ball on the last, so they go to that left-hand side. Nathan Wong trying to set it up for Hufanga! Oh, Mele Hufanga! Unstoppable as the Gillaroos switch off and pay the price. 
Left centre for the Brisbane Broncos, playing for the Kiwi Ferns there. My God, she is a handful. Obviously, the left centre for the Broncos. Every time I've seen her this year, she has been incredible. She is just too hard to handle, and she injects herself into the game. You can see there, she comes under Nathan Wong to score. I remember in the preseason talking to Sowie when he came on the podcast, and he was about to start the NRLW season with the Dragons girls, and I sort of said to him, you know, who, who are the standouts? And, you know, he read out a few names that I, I already knew that I'd already heard of. And then he said, Nathan Wong and I said oh who's she and he said you know what she might be the best ball player in rugby league I believe she's come over from New Zealand sevens started on the bench in their first test the other day started at 5-8 in that one and was very very impressive a nice little ball uh, sending her juggernaut left center over there very very good footy let's move to play number five okay the Bellin. oh Ball comes loose again, and Sebo latches Go, Micah! Look at Micah Strider! Go, Micah! The chase is on. Johnston getting to him, but Micah Sebo goes back-to-back in a hurry. Micah Sebo, we already mentioned him before, and we said we thought he'd get a feature later on in this podcast. To be honest, I thought it would be higher than number five, uh, but scooped up an intercept there, sort of a double rebound, landed sort of in the back of his right hand, takes it, and then takes off and takes it all the way to the house. You will notice a noted speedster there that was chasing him, Alex Johnson, really didn't fire a shot on him. Sebo really striding out there and moving very, very quickly, so quickly that AJ couldn't get near him on that play. He had a big big afternoon, Sevo, and it wouldn't surprise me if he even features in more highlights here. I'm pretty sure he scored a third try from memory. Uh, might have only been two, but he had a very, very good game. Let's move to moment number four. They're entitled to maybe get a six again there in the opinion of New Zealand. The kick by uh, Hughes comes down right where it needs to, and a great leap and put down by Ronaldo Molotalo. Well, that is a real bonus right before the break. I'll tell you what, I thought this play would definitely be in the top three. Mulatalo scoring a cracking try on the weekend. A nice little kick by Jerome Hughes. But there's only certain guys in rugby league that could have done what Mulatalo did in this moment. Rising above the rest, getting up high, taking it, and then finding a way to get the ball down. He did this on a number of occasions for the Cronulla Sharks this year and in the last few seasons. He really is underrated in the air, in my opinion. You just need to get the kick right. And Hughesy got it absolutely perfectly here. I think you see too many halfbacks trying to kick and land on the head of wingers for them to match up with wingers. What you want to be doing is you want to be landing it on the head of, you know, your center, your halfback, your second rower, somewhere in that area. More, hopefully, are your halfback or your second rower on that edge. And you want your winger, your big jump man, to be coming in at an angle and actually going into the line of the ball. And this is what Mulatalo does so well, and it's what Nico Hines does so well for him at the Cronulla Sharks as well. So, fantastic in the air, Mulatalo, no doubt about it. He is one of the best in the competition in the air, but I think you've got to give a lot of credit once again to the kick from Jerome Hughes. It was perfect. You put it in the right line so that it gives your chaser, your catcher, the best advantage that they can possibly get. Let's move to moment number three. We're into the top three from this weekend. There's a few Kangaroos players that I think will definitely get a feature here. Some absolute crackers won, and if I had to predict, I would say there'll probably be a front rower in here who might have scored two meat pies. Let's have a look at number three. But he saw a knock on there. None of the officials picked it up. Cherry Evans away for Tedesco. He rolls it in. Here comes Val. Here comes Holmes with a great put down. What a kick by Tedesco. Waited to perfection. 
Really classy stuff there from James Tedesco. He's obviously been pretty heavily criticised this season, especially during the Origin period. Uh, but I thought his back end of the season for the Sydney Roosters was very, very impressive. I thought he played some of his best footy, James Tedesco. And I think for the Kangaroos, he's been very good as well. Even if you're not a huge Teddy fan or whatever, I think you have got to give him credit that he has played pretty well for the Kangaroos. And the key for me is something that I was critical of during the Origin period. It's, it's that, that he hasn't overplayed his hand. He hasn't tried to make everything about James Tedesco. He has just fit into the system uh, that the Kangaroos have. And look, there's been times where, I, even for the Kangaroos, where I thought, fuck, could have passed it there when, when when he took a run or whatever. And I think more and more people are starting to get annoyed with that sort of stuff from James Tedesco. Uh, but I, I thought he pulled his rein perfectly in this moment. And I thought he played his role really well throughout this game. A nice little moment for Val Holmes as well. He's obviously a guy that it's probably a little bit controversial that he was picked for this game. A lot of people blowing up because he got in trouble a couple of weeks to go. Uh, for me personally, I probably would have picked him to be completely honest with you. Maybe that's wrong, and if so, so be it. Uh, but it was for me, I enjoyed seeing Val Holmes out there. He made a mistake. He served his uh, suspension. Uh, do the crime, do the time. Val Holmes did the time that was allocated to him, and, and I'm more than happy to see him there. And I think he showed us in this game just how, just reminded us once again how much of a good footballer Val is. He's obviously played fullback in his time and done very well. I, I always thought he was an out-and-out winger and probably the best winger in rugby league. He's moved to centre and he's just reminded us over the last two years that, hey, I can be the, one of the best centres in rugby league as well. Playing on the wing for the Kangaroos, and I think that's where he will be uh, for the final coming up this weekend. I think as far as his Kangaroos side goes, it is Val Holmes' best spot. I think the Kangaroos are a better team when Val Holmes is in there. So I was happy to see him score this try. Really good put down as well. Getting very close to that dead ball line, going at top pace. Did very, very well and just showed his class in this moment. Let's move to moment number two. Ben Hunt in the dummy half, kicks up high and wide, and Edwards knocked it back. Here's the hammer. Here's the hammer. What a ball. What a try. An opportunistic try by Australia, yeah, but I'm a magic pass by Hammerso when Lindsay Collins has scored. And there it is. We thought it would get a feature, and what a moment this was. Lindsay Collins, he has really got something special about him. He's just He just seems to score tries in big moments. We tipped him on the podcast, the preview podcast this week to score at $8.50. Uh, we didn't give him any hope of scoring a double, which I think would have been in like the 40 to 50 to 1 sort of range. Incredible stuff. But once again, Lindsay Collins, just what he does off the ball is unbelievable. You saw that kick go up from Benny Hunt, and you see Lindsay Collins, when the ball is kicked by Ben Hunt, out of I mean, half, by the way, he is standing in front of the sticks. He tracks behind Cam Munster. He tracks behind Cameron Murray, and he just puts himself in the spot. And, this, you know, this is Cam Murray, you know, one of the hardest workers in rugby league, the guy you would always expect to be there to supporting on every single play, and he is on 99 out of 100. On that one in 100, though. <laughs> Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and Mop Master dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. 
Guess who's there? Lindsay Collins. He run, runs past Cam Munster, who has some of the best instincts in rugby league we have ever seen. For him not to be aware in that moment that, hey, there's a try-scoring opportunity here, for him to not keep his feet moving, but Lindsay Collins does, it just says so much about him. To be standing on in front of the sticks and then score on the left-hand side of the left tram line, pretty special stuff from anyone from a front row forward. Unbelievable. He would obviously score a try later in this game as well. Uh, that was very, very impressive. A great ball by Harry Grant, but a very special moment for Lindsay Collins there. And what about the ball from Hamiso? Dylan Edwards, he bats it back down, and Hamiso sums up the moment perfectly. Basketball pass over the top. He was probably expecting to find a Cam Murray, a Cameron Munster there, and who's there? Lindsay Collins to score in the corner. He is an absolute freak. Let's have a look at moment number one from week three of the Internationals. Now Donahue. Cott had to make the tackle one-on-one -on -one with Tane Mill and good quick hands. Oh, and it's still alive. Backing up Wunga Blake, he's got support, uses Donahue cleverly in search of a double. He'll get there and slide over. What a game Donahue had in this one. I think he had three touches in that try, including putting the ball down himself, throws the early ball, then throws the short ball back. Uh, I thought another really important pass in this play was Brandon Wakeham's little offload. I think he's a guy that deserves a shout-out. I, I, I did mention him on Bloke on Monday, uh, but I think he's a guy that people, they kind of shit-can all the time. Uh, but for me, I, I, I've always kind of liked Brandon Wakeham. I'm do, am I telling you he's a superstar? No, but he can he can just make it work, Brandon Wakeham. And I've always been been impressed with him. I think he's a, he's a Band-Aid sort of halfback. He's a guy that is great to have in your depth side. Uh, but you have a look at the situations he, he's been in. Bulldogs, Tigers. He hasn't been in the greatest systems of all time. Let's call it as it is. I think he's got a lot of ability and I think whenever he plays for Fiji, he's been very impressive. Uh, Wonga Blake had a nice little inside ball. As I said, a pretty forgettable game for Wonga Blake. A number of... Uh, he gave away a few penalties, had a few errors, but he handled himself really well in on this play. And I think the star of this one though, Kurt Donahue, three touches and ended up scoring the try. I think he scored two tries in this game for Fiji. Considering he's a young hooker coming into first grade, playing 5-8 with, you know, not a noted halfback, not a noted um, hooker either, I think he's done incredibly well. And if you get to watch this play again or you see the highlights or whatever, just have a look at the subtle little pass by Buller. Doesn't overplay his hand, but just how soft his hands are and how quick he moves the seed. A very, very talented player, Buller. His try, his try assists and all these stats and everything weren't overly impressive on paper in this game, but fuck, some of the touches he had, he was absolutely sensational throughout this clash. That's our top 10 moments from week three, Legends. Really enjoyed doing that. I think they will have another one next week. Got two games coming your way, so hopefully we'll get stuck into that next week as well.